0: Welcome to the Homeschool 5 and 10, the podcast where every episode is filled with five of the best homeschooling takeaways, tips, and resources in 10 minutes or less. I'm your host, Kathy Gosen. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. I am back today with Karen Cerna talking about homeschool math curriculums. If you missed the last episode, I encourage you to go back and start there as this is part two of our discussion on math. That said, welcome back, Karen.
1: Hey, so glad to be back. I love math.
0: (laughs) She loves math, ladies, and gentlemen, and I totally believe it because she even minored in it in college. So before we get going, um, tell me what is one cool thing that you really like about math?
1: Oh, I just love how it connects to science, and I love how it's such a great explanation of our universe, and I just love that analytical part of it, and it's even got some artistry to it. So math is a great subject, one of my favorites.
0: So now that we have kind of given an overview of these curriculums in our last episode according to personality type and learning style... Let's take a look at each of these curriculums one by one and share just a few things about the curriculum that may be helpful for a parent looking for a new math curriculum for their kids. So we're gonna kind of juggle back and forth here. I'll start with Singapore math. And this curriculum is primarily for the elementary years. It's very advanced curriculum. The sixth level covers several things seen in most other high school math curriculums. We use the U.S. edition, and depending on where you live and what monetary values you use, you will want to um, pay attention to the edition. I rarely hear of students who have used this program all the way through from beginning to end. Uh, Way back in the ages, I think that was much more common, but there's so many more math programs out there now that I don't see Singapore math at the forefront like I used to. But one thing I really liked about it in the early elementary years was the price for the progress. I felt like the girls had a solid math foundation and... Using this during kindergarten and first grade, that said, I would probably recommend another math curriculum for this age now, as many more programs have become available since we first encountered this one. But if parents decide that this is a good curriculum and a good fit for their kids, um, I will give them a heads up that they're going to probably encounter some kind of collision around Book 2B as some concepts presented right about there become overwhelming Um, especially because they haven't been presented before and sometimes it's not always clear to understand it. But if you can barrel through that 2B book, then it should be a lot easier going from there. But that is my experience with Singapore math. Um, We enjoyed it. It was not an expensive curriculum and it offered a very strong math foundation. It just wasn't good for us in the long term. So that said, tell us about one of your math
1: programs, Karen. So I really enjoyed Math Mammoth, Um, similar in its style and structure to Singapore. um, It's for grades one through seven. And so if you decide to go all the way through, you're going to be looking for curriculum uh, once you have completed Math Mammoth. Uh, The thing that I liked about it was it was a mastery based program and I, we felt it was very easy just to read the instructions every day, do the math problems. Um, it's not super friendly in the sense of its setup, of its lessons. I had to go through at the beginning every year and say, okay, this is our goal for how many pages we want to complete in a week so that we would finish um, one grade during the school year. So it's, if you're looking for something that's going to outline, like, this is what you do day one. This is what you do day two. This is what you do day three. This is not a workable curriculum for you. Um, you do have to do a little bit of organization on the front end. Um, I loved that we could get online if we struggled with the concept and we could watch a couple of really short videos, Uh, to shore up our understanding of the problems. Um, The other thing that I liked about Math Mammoth was that there were several different methods taught towards the same concept. And so if you were learning to multiply, they would show two, three, sometimes even four different methods for how multiplication could be done. Um, This is a very common core type concept. Um, Common core math uses that same kind of principle. A lot of people don't like that. Um, It worked great for one of my kids who's very analytical. He liked learning all the different methods, and then he was able to pick which one he liked best. Um, For my other kid who math is really not her thing, it was completely overwhelming. And so we tried Math Mammoth with her and had to dump it very early on. We maybe survived a half a year with it before we had to to get rid of it.
0: Which is why we talked about personality types in our last episode. It's very important. Good. So the next curriculum that we're going to talk about is what I use next with my kids, and that was teaching textbooks. And we used this curriculum while I was on bed rest with our third daughter. And it allowed the girls to keep going with their math, even when I couldn't sit behind beside them all the time. And the elementary levels offered cute rewards and tutorials for every problem. That said, it It really didn't fit the personality of my girls. The oldest got really annoyed with some of the unnecessary lesson videos, and the youngest was still longing for more interaction and hands-on experience. Most people who fall in love with this curriculum are those not going to who have kids who are not going to major in math and they like doing things online. It teaches concepts well, but my girls would often try to beat the system because every problem was multiple choice. So one thing I, I mean, one thing I did appreciate was the fact that as a mom who didn't have a lot of time and couldn't move around a lot, it it provided them with a lot of math fact checks and automatic grading, which was really nice, and tutorials that would help the the girls whenever I couldn't be there to help them. Um, it definitely was an easier for mom curriculum, although it, that doesn't always necessarily mean it's the best curriculum for kids. Um, that being said, give us another curriculum you used, Karen.
1: So I noticed the comment that you made about this is not the best math curriculum for kids who are going into math for college. Um, So I'll jump in with Art of Problem Solving. This is a high-level math curriculum. Um, Art of Problem Solving, we transitioned from Mammoth math mammoth into Art of Problem Solving, thinking that was really going to be a great fit. Um, It's a very textbook-based curriculum. And so there's lots of description and then like one example. And then what they expect you to do is take that long description and that one example, and then they expect you to be able to apply that math concept all the way down in several different concepts. It was completely overwhelming um, for my math kid. Um, Now, you could watch some very short videos, And I think maybe if we would have um, kind of shored up the experience with some Khan Academy uh, type videos, that might have been helpful. Uh, But most of the problems that you're working in the curriculum are very advanced. And most of them, I would say 70% of them are uh, word problems. Very, very complex word problems that you're expected to kind of take the concept you've learned and then apply it out on a level that for us, not having had it, had prior experience with this kind of curriculum was a little overwhelming. Um, now, they do have uh, Beast Academy, which is their elementary school version. So not having had experience with that, my suspicion is, is that kids who have maybe come through Beast Academy would do very well with art of problem solving because the method would be very familiar to them. So if you like math competitions and would like to do some of those kinds of things with your kids, art of problem solving is going to be absolutely golden.
0: Good. Good to know. Well, let's go into another classic and that would be Saxon math. And Saxon math, by many, is considered the old gold standard of homeschool math curriculums. Uh, The nicest thing about Saxon is you can often find an old copy for very cheap, and the old copies are hardback textbooks. However, the new editions are paperback, very flimsy paperback, I might add. They follow a slightly different scope and sequence, and they but I, one thing I did notice whenever we would flip back and forth between the two is the newer editions, even though they were paperback, they had much better answer books for parents. So when you, your child misses a problem and you go look in the answer book, it would explain how the problem was solved and not just give an answer, which was very helpful at times. Um, I consider Saxon math kind of your one of your daily vegetables. You know, it does the job. It's good for you. But it's not necessarily always enjoyable or wanted. And if you, as your child's teacher, don't remember a lot of your own math education, you might find teaching this curriculum a little challenging if you don't resort to outside helps like teaching DVDs or a local teacher. It's great as a core, but but again, it is, it is not something that is the most enjoyable thing to do.
1: And I'm going to say the I'm going to say the exact same thing about Horizon. I thought Horizon Math was great in its overall structure and content. It's a solid, solid math program, and it's got a long history of success. Uh, we used the program for a couple of years. Uh, the thing that made it a real challenge was that the spirals were a little bit too small. And so it would take me, say, four out of the five problems we were going to work on a particular concept. It would take me about four of those problems to explain them to my daughter. And then by the fifth problem, she'd get it. It would click and she'd have it. And then we'd move on to a new concept. So you didn't get enough practice with one concept before you were automatically moving on to the other. The other thing that I would say about Horizon is that um, there's some great extras in it in the sense of just beyond the worksheets that it comes with, uh, gives you some very creative uh, games and hands-on activities to do with the kids. But to be honest, if we were going to do everything that was suggested in the course of one lesson, it would take at least an hour and a half. And you're talking about elementary age kids, and that's just a little bit too long. Um, I also thought that some of the concepts that they introduced were introduced a little bit too early. You were memorizing multiplication tables in the early part of second grade. And I would say for most kids, developmentally, they're just not there yet. Um, but definitely a solid program and uh, we did enjoy the two years that we used it just wasn't necessarily the best fit for us.
0: I would think Saxon and Horizons are good and comparable because both of them had those games. They have them and they also have fact math, fact review options and things like that. But again, it's just really long and for, for an elementary kid for sure. So, so, after this experience with Saxon Math and Horizons, I discovered this curriculum a few years ago after I had tried several different programs with my middle daughter with little success. And we've already talked a bit about this curriculum, but it is now my favorite favorite curriculum for most elementary kids. It's colorful. It's written in a spiral, and that is mam- uh, mathematical reasoning. And um, there's built-in review, but it's not... Overly taxing, and usually it's after a a complete section over a concept. It uh, occasionally turns simple math problems into fun games and puzzles, which can motivate the reluctant learner. And once I learned about this curriculum, I actually told Karen about it and said, Look what I discovered. And so she began to look at it and she started using it with her daughter. So, what else do you have to share about this, Karen?
1: Uh, we're just so glad that we found this curriculum. So thankful that you shared with us, uh, you know, your middle daughter and my youngest daughter, uh, their personalities are a lot alike. So this was a really, really great fit for us. Um, my daughter can manage the a lot of the curriculum on her own uh, with a, just a minimal amount of help for me from me. Um, it's not a lot of time invested each day and the things that I feel like we need a little more practice on those things are not hard to do um, just on our own. And so um, we really, really like the puzzles. We love the, the bigger spiral um, gives my daughter a chance to finish out learning a particular concept before having to move on to the next thing. Um, And for her, she likes it that it tells her what concept she's working on. So she gets really excited when she gets to say, look, mama, I'm learning algebra. And so it's a little bit of extra motivation because that makes her feel like she's doing things like Big Brother is so
0: I agree. They put that in the little corner so they know the concept, and that's so fun. Yeah. The other thing is, is it's not very expensive of a curriculum, especially if you do critical thinking companies sales that they have every so often. It is, um, it is disposable, meaning you probably can't use that year after year. But I actually found that to be a help. More than a hindrance because I have one daughter that just, and especially younger, she had a really hard time writing and we were wondering if she had dysgraphia or something like that and, and have to write down a problem and then solve it was a lot more writing than she could handle in the way that these are written. Um, if I had started with her with this sooner, I think she would have enjoyed it a lot more because the writing wouldn't have been as taxing for her. So all of that kind of fits in very well. So then after, after, All of these curriculums, Um, we both kind of stumbled on Shorman Math, and it is the only curriculum we are discussing today with a Christian worldview. Um, It is an online self-paced video-enhanced curriculum written for middle school and high school students, and Shorman is the same guy who wrote the Dive CDs to go along with the Saxon Math. Um, he was a devout Saxon math teacher who, who realized that Saxon was starting to get outdated as it didn't cover some of the math concepts that have been discovered with modern technology. So he also wanted to be able to challenge students with former CLEP and SAT and ACT math questions. So he created his own math curriculum that's been growing in popularity and uh, my 13 year old and 11 year old now both use Shoreman and they really like it. But what are your thoughts on Shoreman math, Karen?
1: I love Shorman. I love Shorman. I love Shoreman. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great curriculum. I love it when I'm watching my son. I'll walk by the table and I'll be listening and uh, the videos we'll be discussing, and this is how we know in creation that this is how God designed this and how God designed that. So I love the, I love the Christian values. I love the biblical worldview that's being imparted, um, into my kids' lives. I love, love, love that. Um, but I also like the really solid, solid math that he is learning, um, you know, as a math minor, you mentioned that at the top of the program. Um, I've watched pretty closely to see how far is this math going to take them. What could they do with this math in the event that they decide to become physicists or chemists? Or how solid is this? And everything I have seen so far indicates that Shorman math is as solid as it comes. Um, I love the, the videos. I love the amount of practice that they get. Uh, I feel like the testing is solid. It'll prepare them for the future. And um, I think the flashcards that they have built in to the system is really, those are really great. Um, I love the memorization skill that's involved in that. Uh, just so that their math is coming at a quicker pace, and so um, I think Shorman is as solid as it comes.
0: Yeah, I agree, and I even love the simple note taking that he requires of the students to help them understand things. He 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 basically teaches them how to take math notes, which is a great concept to have for down the road or or whatever they do. So, I guess with all that said. Um, Do you have any final words to share with somebody who is looking for a math curriculum?
1: So I would say this. Don't panic. You're, I think, probably as homeschool moms and dads, um, people spend most of their time worrying about math as if all of life hangs on math. But the reality is, is that. Um, most functioning, well-functioning, very successful adults do not need a high level of math to be very successful in their daily lives. So if you've got a kid out there and they're just struggling and struggling and struggling, don't panic because in the long run, it will be okay. Okay. Um, And for those that do need a higher level of math, because they're going to do advanced sciences or advanced math at some point, then there are just so many great curriculums to pick from. Pick something that fits best for your kids and go for it.
0: I think that's great. And I also want to say that don't be afraid if your child is just not getting concepts for a certain year. Complete the year again. Using a different curriculum, we did that in our house, and I kind of know you did a little bit of that in your house too. And our girls are still doing well in math. They just repeated a year with a different curriculum, and that curriculum fit their personality, and then they were able to Zoom a lot quicker because they understood. So don't be afraid to do that. Don't 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 feel you have to push it down their throats like a vegetable to be eaten. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there you have it—the down and dirty review of eight math curriculums. Um, we hope you find this helpful as you look for a good match for your kids. And I do want to say that um, we are not doing this because um, we get money from some referral link. In fact, most of these links that I will share are not referral links. These are just things that we've really found helpful, so we hope you find them helpful as well. Next time, I'm going to be chatting about the mystery of history curriculum. Could it be a good fit for your family? Tune in to find out. We'll see you then. This concludes today's episode of the Homeschool 5 and 10. If you enjoyed listening to today's podcast, please leave a review on whatever platform you are listening on and click the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. All links mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes on the homeschool5and10.com. Thanks again for listening to today's Homeschool 5 and 10, the show where I share the best and less.